This week, ImpactJournals.com looks at gene mutations and neoantigens in head and neck tumors. Targeting neoantigens in patients with head and neck cancer may be capable of controlling tumor progression. Researchers conducted a 2021 study to learn more. Head and neck cancer is a group of various tumors located in the oral cavity, oropharynx, larynx, and hypopharynx. Head and neck cell squamous cell carcinomas, or HNSCC, often result from tobacco use or human papillomavirus, or HPV-positive, infection. In locally advanced HNSCC, the current therapies used are often combined surgery, radiotherapy, and chemotherapy. Mutational burden increases as HNSCC advances, and Despite the use of traditional treatments, up to 50% of patients relapse with HNSCC. Quote, Prior work has characterized changes in the mutation burden between primary and recurrent tumors. However, little work has characterized the changes in neoantigen evolution. End quote. Neoantigens are new proteins-slash-antigens that form on cancer cells after certain mutations occur. Targeting neoantigens in patients with HNSCC may promote an anti-tumor immune response capable of controlling tumor progression. Researchers from Washington University in St. Louis, Columbia University, St. Louis Children's Hospital, and Seitman Cancer Center conducted a study to characterize the genomic and neoantigen changes in 23 paired primary and recurrent HNSCC tumors. Their paper entitled Genomic and Neoantigen Evolution from Primary Tumor to First Metastases in Head and Neck Squamous Cell Carcinoma, was chosen as the cover paper BroncoTargets Volume 12, Issue Number 6. The researchers identified 23 biopsies from patients originally diagnosed with locally advanced HNSCC. Of the 23 patients in the study, 17 were male and 14 were tobacco smokers. The distribution of primary tumor location was 9 in the oral cavity, 7 in the oropharynx, 6 in the larynx, and 1 in the hypopharynx. The researchers note that all 7 oropharyngeal primary tumor patients were HPV positive. Each of the 23 patients received some combination of traditional treatment. Of these 23 patients, DNA and total RNA were independently extracted totaling 69 samples. 23 samples were from germlines, 23 were from primary tumors, and 23 were from recurrent slash metastatic tumors. Quote, To understand the recurrent mutation effect between primary and recurrent slash metastatic tumors, we extract recurrently mutated genes greater than one sample mutated gene from primary and recurrent slash metastatic samples separately, end quote. The team ascertained sequencing and bioinformatics data from the 23 germline blood samples for WES data. They also generated WES data using 46 paired primary and recurrent slash metastatic samples from paraffin blocks and performed RNA sequencing successfully for 31 samples. After conducting RNA sequencing, they used Callisto to predict gene expression in 16 primary tumors and 15 recurrent slash metastatic tumors. 
a general trend showed that more mutations were within recurrent-slash-metastatic tumors than in primary tumors. They performed KEGG pathways analysis to determine whether mutations occurred in pathways related to metastasis. Quote, Notably, ECM receptor interaction pathway was extremely significant in recurrent-slash-metastatic samples, meaning that genes related to this pathway are more highly mutated than other pathway mutations in recurrent-slash-metastatic samples. End quote. The TP53 gene was found to be the highest mutated driver gene in both sample groups, and the researchers identified BRCA1 and NOTCH1 as highly mutated driver genes in primary tumor samples. In recurrent slash metastatic tumors, PIK3CA, ARID1A, RASA1, TSC2, and ERBB4 were mutated at higher rates than in primary tumor samples. To determine the infiltration of immune cells in primary tumors versus recurrent slash metastatic tumors, the team performed immunohistochemistry. No significant difference in CD3-positive cells, activated T-cells, cytotoxic T-cells, or CD3-positive, FOXP3-positive cells was found. A significant increase of PDL1 was found in recurrent-slash-metastatic tumors. They then examined the immune checkpoint molecules and found a decrease in the expression of PDCD1 and CTLA4, with PDCD1 significantly decreased. Quote, we next sought to determine if genes containing neoantigens were shared between patients. Most neoantigens were unique to an individual tumor. End quote. In order to predict neoantigens among 46 tumor samples, this team utilized OptiType and MUPEXI to define the candidate neoantigens. Their analysis identified multiple patients with neoantigens in shared genes. Most patients had unique neoantigens based on the individual tumor type. However, neoantigens were found in six genes. Three genes among primary tumors, RYR3, DNAH7, and TTN. Three genes among recurrent tumors, TNN, PIK3CA, and USH2A, were shared between four or five patients. They found that, compared to patients without them, Patients who shared neoantigens in these genes tended to have more neoantigens and increased duration of survival with HNSCC. Quote, these patients have increased total neoantigens and a trend towards increased duration of survival with disease, infiltration of CD8 cells, and CTL activity. This suggests HNSCC neoantigens can simulate an anti-tumor immune response. End quote. In conclusion, six genes with predicted neoantigens were found in four or more HNSCC patients. The researchers explained that, while there is considerably more work needed in order to expand on their results from this small sample, the observation of neoantigens in these shared genes is significant. Quote, This raises the possibility that the presentation of certain neoantigens are important for control of tumor growth. This small exploratory study will provide the justification for a larger study of neoantigens in HNSCC. End quote. 
To read the full research paper published by OncoTarget, please visit OncoTarget.com. OncoTarget is a unique platform designed to house scientific studies in a journal format that is available for anyone to read, without a paywall making access more difficult. This means information that has the potential to benefit our societies from the inside out can be shared with friends, neighbors, colleagues, and other researchers far and wide. For media inquiries, please contact media at impactjournals.com.